Hey, Church in the Sun, welcome to our City on a Hill podcast. This is episode five, quarantine edition, and joining me is our executive pastor, Pastor Jonathan D'Angelo. Pastor Jonathan, say hello. Episode five, City on a Hill. Let's do this. Listen, this is fun. We might sound a little bit differently today. We are Zooming together because we're supposed to be social distancing, um, but we wanted to keep rolling with the podcast. How are you doing, bro? You're at your home. I'm doing great. It's like nothing's ever changed. We're just uh, virtual. We're still ministering. We're still connecting with people. We're still doing what we do, just in a little bit of a different form. Listen, this has been really fun and exciting. And, you know, I think through this entire City on a Hill podcast, we've been talking about sharing the love of Jesus. We've been talking about evangelism. And lately, this kind of crisis, this pandemic, has challenged us to do it in new and different ways. And so, Pastor Jonathan, what are you kind of seeing that's going on here at our church that our people are up to um, just to minister to one another in this time? One of the things that has absolutely blown me away is everyone is just really leaning into the moment. Um, I think the natural human response that we all have, quite understandably, is we kind of lock up, we clam up because of the uncertainty. And that's totally a, a human emotion. And I think we all felt that just a big question mark on, you know, where is this going? Where is everything headed here? But we've just seen our church family really reaching out, um, continuing to connect with, with people in their groups, um, you know, lending a helping hand. We've had people that have provided, um, you know, love offerings, have provided food, um, have really been reaching out to, to one another. Um, hosting times of prayer. It's just been super, super encouraging that, you know, after the, kind of that initial moment of, of shock, um, you know, that, that our family is really just leaning into what's, you know, what we're all here to do, which is to, to continue to love each other and, um, you know, fulfill our commission here. So it's, I'm blown away. I'm just super, super encouraged. Yeah, I'll, I agree with you. It's been absolutely crazy. And I know, just kind of from personal experience uh, myself talking with some friends and some of our pastors on staff. I mean, we have been sharing resources. I have seen you yourself. Uh, you were given baby wipes to a family with a new baby. They needed baby wipes. Um, pastor Austin, our worship pastor, he was just telling us this morning that he was sharing rolls of toilet paper uh, with some families here in the church. Um, I know Pastor Kenneth, has been handing out groceries and Pastor Jeff, they were giving out meals. Can you share a little bit about the meals that they were giving out? Yeah, so we we have a relationship with a local restaurant down the street from the the church. It's Grills Lakeside, and you know we've we've uh, been connected with them for years. And so Pastor Jeff and Kenneth had kind of reached out to the owner to see how they're doing, and the owner wants to keep his, his staff going and keep them busy. And so he still got his team cooking and preparing meals. And he uh, agreed to give us meals, hot meals, um, a few days a week that we can just go and uh, bless people with. And so obviously our team jumped at the chance of that right off the bat, you know, went by, by there. He had, you know, a, a ton of hot meals prepared, packaged, ready to go. And, um, you know, they just went out to some local communities and, and um, started blessing, you know, people who, um, who needed some food and, and who, you know, weren't able to really get out and, and provide for themselves. And 
it's just, it's been unbelievable. So they're making house calls and they've been, you know, driving to different neighborhoods and um, providing those meals. And, and um, you know, looks like we may even going into this week um, have, have some more to go. So it's been unbelievable. Man, that's been exciting. I, I really, it's amazing how when we had planned and Pastor Alex had this vision to be city on a hill, uh, not just in the year 2020, but kind of specifically here in March that this was going to be our focus. We had no idea that there was going to be this um, this crisis, this kind of, I hate to use the terminology pandemic because we obviously, we don't deal in fear, we deal in hope, but this has been a significant world event and I, I know that you're proud and I'm so proud to be part of a church that's really rising to the occasion. In fact, um, two uh, Fridays ago, not this past Friday, but the previous Friday, we had our mobile food drop at the church. You and I were there. Um, I believe, what was it? It was like 27,000 pounds of food we gave yeah. out. I mean, would you be willing to share a little bit about that? I got to be honest with you. I, I cried driving up to the campus. I mean, I, I you know, this is a moment where the, the community was just in such need, you know, even more so than, than usual, where a lot of people have been affected and there's just a tremendous need. And Second Harvest contacted us and said, hey, you know, we've, we've got some ability to provide some food. All of our other partners have, have closed their doors. And so we huddled quickly as a team and, and agreed, you know, We'll um, we'll take the precautions that we need to take, you know, sanitary precautions and gloves and masks and that sort of thing. But we we just can't abandon our community um, in this time of need. And so when I when I drove up, I mean, honestly, I was, I, you know, I started crying and um, you know I, I I had to kind of collect myself, even just kind of parking and, and and getting out of my car because I saw a line of people around the building. Um, you know, that were coming because they, they need food. And our, our team had gone early in the morning and had worked to, you know, package it all up and take it from the different pallets. And, you know, they had, um, had an assembly line there of all the cars going around and to kind of, again, to, to keep the social distancing, what they did was they, they had everyone, Hey, just drive up, pop your trunk. Our team will run and just put groceries in your trunk and you can drive off and, and that way, you know, we're still able to, to, to minister. And um, I mean, it's, uh, I, I, I've been thinking about that, honestly, almost every single day, because, you know, in a moment like this, where there's just so much uncertainty, um, the tendency for everyone is, is to just kind of stay put and to sort of just stop and, and wait and see what happens. But not only, um, you know, was it just sort of our church as a whole, but, but just, family members in our church, because it takes about 50 or 60 people just to do it, you know, just to unpack everything, unload it, um, you know, all off the individual pallets, and, you know, just to see people continuing to jump in um, and press in, you know, in spite of everything, it was just amazing. I mean, just absolutely phenomenal. So it looks like we might have the opportunity to do it again um, next month. Um, and so, you know, we're, we're going to let Second Harvest know that, hey, we're, we're still here and we still want to feed the community. So hopefully we'll be able to do it again. Yeah, praise God. I mean, it's really, I've been flabbergasted. You know, we as a staff, one of the first things we talked about, and this is really Pastor Alex's heart, 
is how do we meet the needs um, not just of our people, which, you know, obviously we definitely want to take care of our church people, but how do we meet the needs of our community? And, and I think I can say that um, we've been so surprised, we've been so flabbergasted at how quickly our leadership team, our pastoral team, and our partners and volunteers have transitioned from, hey, we do, we do church Sunday and Wednesday in a building to like, let's feed people, let's go out. I mean, I know that, you know, we're, we've been talking about meeting physical needs right now, but something that um, a lot of people don't know is we've been working overtime to meet some spiritual needs. In fact, you and I were just on a call this morning with Pastor Alex, and he was, he is adamant about calling as many people as humanly possible in the church, praying with them, ministering to them, encouraging them, um, and also pushing our team to innovate uh, digitally and online and ministering um, to the people. And so would you just share a little bit about um, how you think, are, do you think people are more receptive to the gospel right now? Do you feel like they're less receptive because they're stuck at home? Um, what do you see the church doing right now uh, in such an uncertain time? You know, I can share a little bit, even our personal experience in our neighborhood. So there's, um, there's a family that has been in the neighborhood for a while. And, you know, we, when we initially kind of tried to talk to them, you know, our, our kids were all at the bus stop together, just super standoffish, um, almost rude and unfriendly. And, um, you know, we've continued to just be kind to them and to, to be nice to them. And our kids kind of play together. And, you know, it really just seems like over the past couple of weeks, um, like a, a switch has gone off and, and they've, they've come by and they've just um, all of a sudden, you know, they, they're talking more, they, they're asking questions. Um, and like, so what do you do again? Oh, that's interesting. And what's happening with the church? And you know, it's, they're almost like different people. And, um, you know, we're even seeing that with other, other families in our neighborhood that it's like, you'd never see them around, but everybody's kind of, kind of at home and, um, you know, sort of staying away from work and, and some of those things. And it just feels like these are the moments where God really does use us to be a light. And the thing that's been amazing to me is growing up, I always saw evangelism as this um, kind of complicated thing where I have to go, you know, out of town or I have to stand on a soapbox in the middle of the city and you know, have to be really outgoing or that sort of thing. But what I'm finding is in these moments, it's like we're just shining and just being who we are and, and, and people are attracted to that and they're seeing what they can't put their finger on. And I think that's the piece that we have that passes understanding, right? And, um, you know, um, the, the neighbor that I was talking about, who again, almost wouldn't give me the time of day, he said, you know, my wife and I were talking and after all this is crazy, this craziness is over, we'd love to have you guys over for dinner and maybe get to know you a little bit more. And so um, I, I think it's just when we're, when we're the light and we just continue to love people, he just opens those doors. And so we're, we're finding just at the edge of our driveway and walking around, you know, there's this other family that just recently moved in. Um, actually, it was last week. And so they were new. Hey, if you need anything, let us know. And I think, um, I think my wife, Jackie, let them borrow something or they needed something for the move in. And so, you know, they were kind of talking and 
you know, my wife, for those of you who don't know, she, she's a, a nurse. And so she was talking about, you know, sanitizing wipes and all that, that we couldn't find, you know, cause we have messy kids and want to clean up after them. So, so they were talking and, and the next day, um, one of the, the new neighbors, uh, she, she went to Costco and there was like a, you know, a new shipment of these, these sanitizer um, bottles or wipes or whatever it was. And there was a, a one, two pack limit per family. And she bought us one and walked over and was like, Hey, you know, you kind of mentioned that you might be looking for this. There was a one per family limit, but it was a two pack. So we want to, we want to give this to you. And so it's just, you know, we're just seeing kindness and, and almost, it's an opportunity, I think, for the best to come out in people. You know, when we're in the worst of times, I think we can see the best, really, of, of humanity in this. And, and I just think those simple things, um, God's going to open doors, you know, to build friendships. And then, you know, we just continue to show the love of Jesus and let the Holy Spirit take it from there. Yeah, absolutely. I, I totally echo that, you know. I've been, uh, I was at the grocery store yesterday, just kind of picking up some odds and ends. And it seems like everyone in there, they're very curious to talk about their circumstances and what's going on. And everyone is searching for hope. Um, you know, they, even the people who don't know God, they don't have a relationship with Christ. They're eager to know, like, what happens next? What happens after this? I mean, the guy bagging my grocery at Publix yesterday, he said, what are we supposed to do now that the whole world has gone crazy? And I, it was the most incredible opportunity to share the gospel and just say, you know what? Like, I know that there's a lot of uncertainty, but, but let me just share about my faith and about this guy, Jesus, who loves you and there's hope in him. And so I think people are so open. People are feeling very, um, very generous. Kind of like you shared about your, your neighbor sharing with you. When you watch the movies of people going crazy and all these scary movies of the world ending, it always depicts humanity sort of dwindling down to this primal dog-eat-dog place. But the truth mm -hmm. of the matter is, I think people are desperate for hope. They're eager to help. And when they see Christians, they see that city on a hill, they see that light shining, they know that there's something different about us. And they're eager, they're eager to find out what that is. And, 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 you know, in closing, maybe you've got a couple thoughts to just encourage our listeners, you know, on the heels of what we've been talking about on the heels of City on a Hill, you know, what's some practical encouragement for our listeners right now to be the light in the darkness, literally? Yeah. Yeah, I think the, the first thing that I'm reminded of in this time is that absolutely the Holy Spirit opens the doors and people are just attracted to light. And even, you know, even a dim light shines bright in darkness, right? We, we've heard that said before. And so I don't think that we need to strive for the open doors, particularly in dark times. Um, I think the open doors are just there. And then I, I think the other thing is, you know, it's the Bible says it's it's his kindness, you know, that that leads us to repentance. And there's just something about being kind and loving um, and and just letting that love go flow through us that people can't help be attracted to. Um, sometimes I feel like, 
you know, I'm not really doing much or, you know, I'm not um, jumping into the Romans road with someone right away or those kinds of things where you feel like this pressure as a Christian or as a pastor or as a Christian leader that you have to do that. Um, but I think a lot of times we make it more complicated than it needs to be. And it's just showing the love of Jesus, you know, being kind, showing genuine concern um, and listening to people. And, you know, one of the things that, that we found, um, and, you know, a lot of that is even happening in our, in our neighborhood, you know, when we've, when we've been brave enough to go to the stores, people will just talk to you. I mean, you know, they're looking for someone that just listens and that just cares. And I think all we have to do is just be sensitive to, you know, we're not trying to forward, um, you know, an awkward agenda. You know, we have the hope of Jesus. And so people are, are looking for like to make sense of this all, um, you know, and we just share the hope that we have say, Hey, you know what, you know, we're, we're all feeling this, this natural feeling of uncertainty. Um, but there's a God that loves us and there's a God that cares about us. And, um, the other thing I would add to that is we are in, um, a time of mystery and that's okay. You know, in mankind, we want to understand it all. We want to have it figured out, but we are just, we're in a moment of mystery. Um, but we know that, that God created us, that he loves us, and he's going to carry us through this time. We will make it through this time, absolutely. Um, but I think part of the mystery that's going to unfold is how God brought us through and who we became in the process. So I'm just convinced that that love is, is going to shine even brighter. In fact, I've noticed too, um, even just in sharing some posts, um, you know, doing uh, Facebook Live and doing watch parties on Facebook, which I did encourage everyone to reshare a lot of the content that Church in the Sun is putting out uh, because it is reaching really, really far. I have a lot of old coworkers um, and some people kind of you know, from different parts of life that have nothing to do with church, but just kind of know me as the business professional or know me in other ways that have logged in and have watched or have commented or have live streamed the services and they are getting Jesus. Um, and it's people that I never preached to, you know, I was never, um, you know, I never made them feel bad or condemned, but it's, it's a simple thing that we can do. Reshare a post, um, share a link, you know, create a watch party, um, all those kinds of things that, you know, the, the church is putting out content that we can reach a lot of people that maybe are not even in this town or even in this country, you know, that they're, they're getting all that gospel content. So that's a simple thing that we can all do right now. Absolutely. I a hundred percent echo that, you know, you said it like, the kindness of God is what leads man to repentance. And so if we just act like Jesus, if we're kind and we're gentle and we're generous, um, his love truly does show through. And, and I agree with you. I shared one of our Facebook live services on Sunday and I saw people logging in that I've known from different states um, that don't even live here in Florida watching our stuff. And so Church in the Sun, we love you share share the post share the content share those facebook lives because we are telling thousands and thousands of people about the love of jesus every single day over digital technology uh we're so grateful for you we are looking forward to the future just like pastor jonathan said 
in the time of mystery. We know who the hope is, and his name is Jesus. Thank you for listening. Pastor Jonathan, thank you for jumping on with me. You got any final words? We love you all. We are praying for you every single day. We genuinely are. So continue to lean in. And and you know what? Um, When we do our services and we ask people to text forgiven, we have had people that are are getting saved virtually and coming to know Jesus. So it it is happening, family. So lean into what God is doing now. Let's not miss this moment, even though we're in a time of mystery. Amen. Church in the Sun, we love you. We'll see you soon.